Hello, welcome at Health Talk Rwanda podcast. My name is Arafat. As you all know that we discuss about why different things in health, but this time we are discussing about life after blessed cancer treatment. You know, it's 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 usual that most people when they survive cancer, they did not be blessed cancer. They suffer other conditions after and one of them is called one of the conditions that most people that survive blessed cancer that suffer from is called post-treatment syndrome and it is it really affects most of the survivors but today we are discussing about things that you can do after the treatment after your doctor has declared you free from after your doctor has declared you free from blessed cancer things that you should do to ensure that you live a better life. You know, many breast cancer patients look forward to the day their treatment ends and they are declared cancer-free by their experts or from their doctors. But for some women or men, once the doctor says go back to your life, fear creeps in and as you know, as thoughts of cancer coming back to them, perhaps you'll get another cancer, you know, they never get settled after the treatment. This is referred to as post-treatment syndrome and it affects many of the survivors as I told you earlier. But then we want to look at how can you take care of yourself after blessed cancer treatment and that you can be affected by this syndrome that we talked about. So for starters, take charge of your health by living a health lifestyle. A good way to start your life after breast cancer is to make sure you eat right, stay active, sleep adequately, do more physical exercise, do more workouts, you know, reduce stress and avoid smoking. You know, you need to avoid smoking and avoid the smoking environment. You don't need to live around people who smoke. Perhaps, you know, as you all know, sorry, as you all know, passive smoking is not good. So, but however, do not forget to look out for possible signs and symptoms such as a new ramp in the blast, an ache or pain that is new and does not go away after three weeks. These are signs and symptoms that you should report to your doctor immediately after you spot them. Because you've survived it doesn't mean that it can't come back, perhaps in the other breast you may suffer it too so it also helps to get involved as a as a volunteer to educate and how promote blessed cancer awareness in your local community these are the things that we believe that when you have all this information you are able to train you're able to help your relatives friends neighbors who might be having some of the signs of, of, of blessed cancer get diagnosed early because as you all know doctors have kept saying that problem with this with, with, with breast cancer and other cancers people come for diagnosis lately they come very late in the red stages in stage three stage four where treatment is really very hard so that was it for today my name is still arafat and please always join us at health talk podcast Health Talk Rwanda Podcast.
you would be able to get all the information about health in Rwanda. Hello, welcome once again at Rwanda Health Magazine. My name is still Arafat Mugabe, and today we're delighted to be talking about something very important, and that is very, very critical. Why? The CDC, which is Center for Disease Control and Prevention, on October 14th, added mental health conditions to the list of COVID-19 risk factors, adding mood disorders, including depression and schizophrenia, spectrum disorders, to get vaccinated initial doses and boosters and take preventive measures. Come on, if you know that you're out there and suffering from depression, and schizophrenia or schizophrenia, I don't know what you call it, depending on how you pronounce your medical terms, schizophrenia spectrum disorder. If you're having it, please consider yourself among people on the lists of getting vaccinated as early as possible. Please try out to find your job. If, if it requires you to board, board and go get your job because this is really very serious. If CDC has added it on the list, please you need to get it. See you next time. My name is Steve Arafat Mugabu. And please share our podcasts, Rwanda Health Magazine podcasts, to all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook. And if you can, please, it's, it's, it's okay. Put it on your status of WhatsApp. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome once again at Rwanda Health Magazine. My name is still Arafat Mugabe, and today we're delighted to be talking about something very important, and that is very, very critical. Why? The CDC, which is Center for Disease Control and Prevention, on October 14th, added mental health conditions to the list of COVID-19 risk factors, adding mood disorders, including depression and schizophrenia, spectrum disorders, to get vaccinated initial doses and boosters and take preventive measures. Come on, if you know that you're out there and suffering from depression and schizophrenia or schizophrenia, I don't know what you call it, depending on how you pronounce your medical terms, schizophrenia spectrum disorder, if you're having it, Please consider yourself among people on the lists of getting vaccinated as early as possible. Please try out to find your job. If, if it requires you to board, board and go get your job because this is really very serious. If CDC has added it on the list, please you need to get it. See you next time. My name is Steve Arafat Mugabu. And please share our podcasts, Rwanda Health Magazine podcasts, to all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook. And if you can, please, it's, it's, it's okay. Put it on your status of WhatsApp. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome once again at Rwanda Health Magazine. My name is still Arafat Mugabe, and today we're delighted to be talking about something very important, and that is very, very critical. Why? 
The CDC, which is Center for Disease Control and Prevention, on October 14th, added mental health conditions to the list of COVID-19 risk factors, adding mood disorders, including depression and schizophrenia, spectrum disorders, to get vaccinated initial doses and boosters and take preventive measures. Come on, if you know that you're out there and suffering from depression and schizophrenia or schizophrenia, I don't know what you call it, depending on how you pronounce your medical terms, schizophrenia spectrum disorder, if you're having it, please consider yourself among the people on the list of getting vaccinated as hard as possible. Please try out to find your job. If, if it requires you to board, board and go get your job because this is really very serious. If CDC has added it on the list, please you need to get it. See you next time. My name is Steve Arafat Mugabu. And please share our podcast, Rwanda Health Magazine podcast, to all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook. And if you can, please, it's, it's, it's okay. Put it on your status of WhatsApp. See you next time. Bye-bye. Good morning, good morning, and thank you so much for joining me. My name is Arafat Mugawa, and you welcome at Rwanda Health Magazine podcast. And today we're discussing about the situation of caesarean delivery in Rwanda. The recent Rwanda Demographic Health Survey has indicated that about 15%, and actually 15% of all births in Rwanda are delivered by caesarean section or C-section. This means that 52,500 out of the 350,000 live, birth, live births by hour in Rwanda, according to DHS, give birth through C-section. Imagine, imagine, can you imagine out of all the above numbers, 55% and 15.1% of deliveries in private and public hospitals are caesarean section respectively and that means 55 percent of all births in the country done in private hospitals are caesarean section can you imagine this is very very dangerous you can imagine why is it 15 percent 55 percent sorry in in private sectors and 15 percent in private in public sorry so you can imagine why perhaps they have the money but that's not a question to maybe to pause but the most important thing is how can we really revert these numbers because i don't believe giving birth through c-section is a decision taken by perhaps it's allowed to take a decision but the most important thing here is it's the same as a surgery as any other surgery that is being conducted so people should at least Look for the way of reducing having C-sections instead of choosing to have them. See you next time. Perhaps next time when we come back, we'll come with experts to explain to us more on why most mothers or most hospitals consider C-section instead of the natural birth procedure. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Arafat. See you next time. Bye-bye for now. 
Hello and welcome at Rwanda Health Magazine podcast with your host Arafat Mugabo. We are back, we are back, but today we're talking about something very important and serious that I believe many people would love to get to know about it. And most people have asked us about it. Why high cases of cesarean section in the country or what mostly people call C-section? It's really very, very disturbing that the numbers are increasing every day. If you're living in a community and perhaps you know some, you know, three to four people who are mothers who are pregnant, you will be surprised to hear that out of the four, three were three gave birth through C-section. It's really very, very disturbing. And most people are taking it to be uh, of modern life. People are taking it to be of intellectuals, which is really not true according to doctors. When you look at the recent health demographic survey by Ministry of Health, have indicated that 15% of all births in Rwanda are delivered by C-section or cesarean section. This means that by looking at the number of births in the, in the country each year, which is above 350,000 lives, live births per year in Rwanda, this gives us around 52,500 births that are delivered through C-section in the country. So, did you know that out of all these numbers, out of the 15% of the mothers that give birth through C-section, 55% of that number is from private hospitals. Did you know that? And only 15.1% of deliveries in, in public hospitals. So, what does this mean really? What does that what, what does this really give us? So if you see a difference of close to a difference of close to 40%, it's really a big difference. So this really shows us there is a reason behind having more cases of C-section in private and less in public. Perhaps if we have an if we had an expert here uh, from the ministry or from uh, who is maybe a gynecologist or, uh, you know, who knows, would tell us about this, why high numbers in private hospitals. But this is really something very dangerous. So please, we beg you, we beg you, if you go to give birth, try, try your level best to discuss with your doctors to see the possible solution of giving birth without having a C-section because it's a surgery like any other surgery. It's a disability that you gain. It's not. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it to be like a luxurious thing. It's something very dangerous to you. Hmm? So to people who don't know, to people who think it's really very, very good, it's really of modern, it's really, it really shows richness and all because some women think because they can afford the cost it gives them credit no way it's it's a disability though it's a small disability that you get but it's a disability because it's a surgery like any other surgery and you may end up dying through that surgery 
So please don't do that. If you still have an opportunity of giving birth through a normal birth, through a vaginal birth, please take it. And today we're delighted that in Rwanda we're really lucky that in Rwanda there are many other procedures of giving birth. I've heard King Faisal Hospital has started what they call an epidural birth procedure where uh, they try to block the pain where they try to block the labor pain when a mother is giving birth through a normal birth procedure or a natural birth procedure. So please try both ways before you go th- before you choose to take a C-section. See you next time. My name is Arafat Mugawa as always. Bye-bye for now. Hello, welcome once again at Rwanda Health Magazine. My name is still Arafat Mugabe, and today we're delighted to be talking about something very important and that is very, very critical. Why? The CDC, which is Center for Disease Control and Prevention, on October 14th, added mental health conditions to the list of COVID-19 risk factors, adding mood disorders including depression and schizophrenia spectrum disorders to get vaccinated initial doses and boosters and take preventive measures come on if you know that you out there and suffering from depression and schizophrenia or schizophrenia i don't know what you call it depending on how you pronounce your medical terms schizophrenia spectrum disorder if you having it Please consider yourself among the people on the list of getting vaccinated as early as possible. Please try out to find your job. If, if it requires you to board, board and go get your job because this is really very serious. If CDC has added it on the list, please you need to get it. See you next time. My name is Steve Arafat Mugabu. And please share our podcasts, Rwanda Health Magazine podcasts all social media platforms including twitter facebook and if you can please it's 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 okay put it on your status of whatsapp see you next time bye bye